broadcasting legend in his own mind. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right. Good morning, everyone. Sunday fun day. Happy football Sunday. Uh, got Stiz, your fantasy guru. Yes, sir. And, of course, Nevada Nick joining us. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Doing well, Coach. Ready for, uh, what is it, week nine here? No, week eight. Excuse me, week, week eight. eight. Yeah. Next week will be the official halfway point of the season, which is crazy to think about. You know what I mean, guys? That we're already halfway through the year. Right. Crazy, right? Yeah, it is. Because we- it was weird watching Big Ten football with teams that were like 1-0, and then you see Clemson 7-0. You know, it's like, what the hell is going on, you know? Yeah, and look, you know, Clemson now, you know, they were down 15 and half yesterday, and I actually bet them in the uh, second the second half line, so it was 15. So basically, if you went in overtime, it was a push. If Clemson wins, you win. So I... Um, I bet Clemson, and obviously, they, you know, they came back fierce. And look, the first half, they had a play where ATM was on the uh, three-yard line and fumbled, and they took it all the way back. So that was kind of, it was really a closer game. It probably should have been tied. But that play is a 14-point swing. But, man, you know, they struggled a little bit yesterday, and, you know, you're going to need to get it together. It's probably good they had that game, Coach, because that, you know, the, the kid who's a freshman gets a little playing time because next week, you know, Dabo right. Sweeney said after the game, Lawrence is out next week against Notre Dame. Right. Right. It's going to be huge. You know, uh, that I know if I'm Clemson, you know, you don't have your, your, you know, probably going to be the Heisman Trophy winner uh, playing in that game. So I, I think, I think it'll be a little skewed if Clemson were to lose that game. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be interesting. And look, you know, the big 12, Oklahoma State uses, loses yesterday. That was their last chance at an undefeated team in the Big 12. Um, you know, Michigan loses yesterday, so they have a loss. Penn State now has two losses, and then Michigan's going to play Ohio State. And let me ask you, uh, Coach, you know, what do you think, man? Harbaugh, he loses to Ohio State. Does Michigan move on? Got to, They've got to. Got to move on. Because how, how is it that is the most fierce rivalry in – all of college football, I, I, I believe, and I, I don't know how you how he still has a job because he hasn't won that game. It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season, but you co- you compound it. You can't beat Ohio State. You can't get into the playoffs. You can't even get into the Big Ten championship. So I, I think it's time. I think it's time to go. Yeah, no, I would I would agree with you. I mean. You know, five years, you know, some good recruiting classes. And, you know, like I said off-air, Coach, um, that that defense has been top five almost every year. The problem's offense, and that's what Harbaugh does is the offense. So, yeah, I think it would be, to, you know, it's time for maybe to, to move on without him. I know, uh, you know, maybe some Michigan fans won't like it, some will. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's time for them to uh, move on to the next uh, coach if he can't get it done this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, he's really struggled with Michigan State, too. You know, you had the punt game where 
you know, obviously I had freaking Michigan that game too. Where all I can do is punt the ball when I win, and the guy fumbles the punt. So that one was uh, that one was tough as well. But um, no, I mean, look, you know, look, we'll, we'll talk more college as we get on later in the in the in the year, obviously, and we, we can do that during the week. But we're here today for. Uh, NFL it's Sunday fun day. It's NFL. We'll get on. Uh, yeah, Kevin. Yes, we talk. Penn State is uh, does look like crap, and uh, <laughs> you know we'll talk a little more Penn State probably tomorrow. We'll get into the college stuff uh, tomorrow uh, right. because today we're we're focused NFL. We got the fantasy guru with us, so uh, you know. Yeah, he's, he's angling to get the show team. He wants to name the name change. He wants to be Sundays with this. <laughs> Angela, I would never, Angela, I would never outdo Coach. Believe me, I, just, I, I, I try to switch my name up every now and then. You know what I mean? You got to keep it. You got to keep it flavorful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, see, guy does eight weeks. He's like half a season in. He's already looking to get the, yeah. the, the, the show name changed yeah. to him. You know, we, had, we you know we had an, we had an intern like that a while back. I think you know <laughs> didn't we didn't we have an intern like that? You know. <laughs> It was three weeks in, and he's asking me to go do his show with him. But, you know, obviously the the big game is uh, Eagles-Cowboys tonight. Um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, what's tough for me, too, anytime the Eagles beat the Cowboys, you know, I I love it. I love when other teams beat the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. But, like, tonight, you know, they become so, I hate to say this, but, like, pathetic as an organization. Like, I, you know, they win tonight. It's just like, oh, whatever. Like, we're supposed to win, you know. And I'm a little worried this game's going to be closer than people think. You know, the Cowboys haven't covered a game yet this year. They're 0-7. Uh, I, I mean, point spread-wise, I wouldn't lay 11.5 points. I can nah. tell you that. But, I mean, I think the Eagles win the game. You're getting Rager back. You're getting Peters back. And the one I'm, I think is the biggest is getting Goddard back. Yeah. But, you know, it, I think, you know, you might see a big game out of Goddard. Um, you know. Earth, now let me I mean, jump in. Wait, wait. Let me I, jump in there because I because you know you got Rager back, and I think Goddard is because I th- I think him and Ertz are kind of one and the same. So defensively, they're going to try and take that away. So I think the pressure more falls on Rager to kind of step up, and and your guy, uh, Stiz. I think it falls on those guys because if they start catching the ball and the defense has to adjust to it, I think that opens things up for Goddard. Right. And, what, and look, Rager's going to to take the top off. He's a speed guy. So he, you're looking for him to make a big play down the field. He did in game one to make, you know, get a long pass, open the field up, open the middle of the field for Fulham and for Goddard. What's up, Sammy? Um, you know, that's Sammy a Cowboys fan right there, too. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a Cowboys fan there. Coach. <laughs> he's one of those cockroaches in, in Delaware County in the Philadelphia area that actually likes the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, man. Now, we're going to talk some uh, some Eagles real quick. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're just, we just kind of started the show. But now, Stiz, uh, yes. fantasy football-wise, Eagles, let's see. You know, do you like Rager? I think Goddard's a good play today just because I think with, you know, all the injuries to the receivers – you know, I think you and look, Wentz has always liked to lean on his tight end, and Goddard's a big target, especially in the red zone. Um, I think he might be a good play today. What do you think about him and Ricker? I, I really like Goddard a lot. I mean, you know, now with Zach Ertz being out, I, I would I would start him in a heartbeat. Ricker, I'm not sure. I haven't really seen enough out of him. 
to, to really to really put them in my lineup this week. You know, I, I say you give them a week or so. Now they have a bye next week, of course. But you give them this week and see what he does, and then you focus on week 10 and see if you could start him in your lineup then. But I would ease back on Rager for this week. Goddard, Goddard, a definite go, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree. Rager's a wait-and-see type thing. What can he do? Um, the one I'm really excited about, man, if Fogan can be consistent, that could be big. I mean, you know, we're dying for a receiver in Philly. And, of course, when you got to watch, you know, I say it all the time, we got to watch DK Metcalf and all these guys we've passed on in the first and second round that are just having huge years. Um, you know, it's nice to see. And, look, the, I, you know, to see somebody like him who's had a really – look, he's been really important to this team. Sure you know, has. and without him – you know, we might not even have two wins. We might be a one-win team. You know, he was big in that San Francisco win, you know, and he was big last, you know, against the Giants. So uh, he's been huge. And, you know, I, I talked about this with Stizzle off the air. I mean, the Eagles have a good opportunity here. They're 2-4-1, and one, but the way their division's set up, you know, you got the Cowboys this week, a bye next week, and then the Giants. You can, I think they're two must-win games. They have to oh. win them. And, and it's bookend, too. So they got, you know, Cowboys and then Giants. And then they're at the Browns, Seahawks at home, at the Packers, Saints at home, at the Cardinals, at the Cowboys, and then Washington. So you got this stretch in the middle that's tough. Bookend by what I would call four must-win games. What? Yeah. And then four. Wait, 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 wait. So, so they're going to Green Bay to win, and they're going to beat the Saints? The, we're no, say, we're talking about the same Eagles that are two five and no, one, right? I, I mean, are we talking about the same team? Because you're talking like they're they're six and two, and then they're they're high, flying high. I, I, no, I don't no, understand. No, what I'm saying is, you got four games by sandwiched by a real tough stretch in the middle, which the Packers are in that middle. That's a tough game. I'm saying that stretch against at the Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals. They're lucky they go two and three in that stretch. You might right. be looking at one and four. So I don't even know that. You might even be zero and five. I mean, the it's Browns are playing really right. well. These four division games are must wins. Yeah. But if they can get the wins, coach, you get healthy over the year, and then no matter what, I don't care if they're five nine or whatever, be five ten and one. If you're in the playoffs, you're in the playoffs. And if they're healthy, they have a home game in the first round. Look. I think look the ceiling on the Eagles this year. I think in their best best year they have maybe, and I don't think this is going to happen. They they make it to the NFC Championship, and I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not saying it, but I think that's their ceiling. I don't think they can make it to a Super Bowl. I don't think they can win a Super Bowl, nah. but I do think they can win maybe one or two playoff games. This is a team that has won a Super Wait, Bowl. Again, I'm going back. They are two five and one, right? Right, but they. But, how, how but, and you're talking like they're gonna go and make noise in the playoffs. I'm Come not on, saying that. I just said I don't think they will. But <laughs> coach, they've been in the look. Unlike your Giants, they've been in the playoffs the last three years, have they not? And, and they've been a good team. They've won a Super Bowl. You know, they should have beat the Saints two years ago. Should have could have would hurt early in the game against the Seahawks in an eight point game. You know, you, you, you never know. I mean, I don't think they will either, Coach. I think the Bucks are better, the Packers are better. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is you're positioning yourself. If you get healthy, the rec- as we all know, once the playoffs start, the record goes out the window. Stiz, go ahead. Sorry, what did you want to yeah, No, I was going to say, and look at that. You know, they, they might come into the playoffs, you know, as, as a 7-8-1 team and win a division and get a home game the first week, maybe going against the 
ten and six team or eleven and a five team and get home. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> All right, Jim Moore. But no, yeah. I, I, like if they play the Bears, that's a winnable game in my opinion for the. Sure, absolutely. That's a winnable game. And then, like, you know, Coach, any given Sunday, you get into the second round of the playoffs, could they maybe upset a team? Yeah. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But if they get healthy, especially along the line, you need Lane Johnson. Um, Peters, honestly, I would put Peters at left guard and let the uh, the, the rugby player, I can never pronounce his name, Jordan Malatai or whatever it is, let him play left tackle, let Peters play left guard. Because they got to get this running game going. I mean, we don't have Sanders this week, but think, you know, you're going to get Miles Sanders back, Goddard back, Ertz back, Rager back. You know, now think, you're throwing to Rager, Fulgham, if D-Jax comes back, is Jeffrey anything? Ertz, right. Goddard, Sanders in the backfield. Now things are starting to look better for the Eagles. They got a good defensive line. You got Slay at corner. They have no linebackers. But let's see, too. Maybe at the trade deadline, they pick some people up. You never know. Boy, Nick, I'll tell you, I'd love to see, going back to your Chicago talking about, I'd love to see that to be the first week of the playoffs matchup. Foles and Wentz, be awesome. Philadelphia wouldn't know what to do with itself. It'd be a lot to talk about, that's for sure. Oh, it would be. And it'd be a lot of pressure on Wentz, too, to get that W, you know, because it's Foles, (laughs) and if he loses the Foles, man, because there's that faction that really is split in Philadelphia between, and I'm a Wentz guy, but between mm-hmm. Wentz and Foles. And look, yeah. I don't think Foles would have been able to do with this team and last year's team what Wentz did. But everybody's got a different opinion when it comes to Foles and Wentz. Sure. All right, Brian, Brian thinks they trade for a receiver. Um, It's possible. I mean, I think now that Rager's coming back, they, they probably won't. I think Jeffrey may be traded. I, I said that to Stiz the other day. I think Jeffrey, he's been practicing for a month and isn't playing I yeah. think they're, they're trying to trade him. The trade deadline's this week. I think he might be moved if they can dump him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I think there's a reason he's not playing. I don't know what it is, but there were some rumblings last year that he was the guy that released the thing about Wentz wasn't a leader in that. So I yeah, don't I'm think sure Wentz is. I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think guys like him on the team. He's mad because they beat the. They beat the. No, Giants. no, no. But but my point is, the guy scores a touchdown and nobody comes and gives him a high five. No one even. No no lineman. No nothing. The guy scores a touchdown. That take that speaks volumes to me. Okay, I'm just saying. They were afraid of the COVID. And, and put up okay. what Jacob said. Put up, yeah, coach. Put up what Jacob said. And I'm fine with this. They are two four and one. You're right. But I'm talking about they can make the playoffs. Once you're in the playoffs, I'm not saying they're gonna. You know, I'm saying it could happen. If they get healthy and start playing their better football in December and January, which they've done every year, every year, they finished 4-0 last year, you know, the year before off the Super Bowl win, you know, Wentz get hurt, Foles finishes the season, they you know, they have the dunk game where the Bears field goal misses the, you know, Bears kicker misses the field goal, and then they, they should have beat the Saints. You know, Jeffrey catches that ball, they probably beat the Saints. So this is still a very – Good te- a team with a lot of experience. So if they can get healthy, anything's possible. Yeah, I don't know, you know, Robert. I don't know if there's a linebacker we can trade for, but they have no linebackers, and and they need they need a linebacker. There's no doubt about it, and they got to stop disrespecting that position because the Eagles haven't cared about linebackers in a long time. I mean, you know, we had Jordan Hicks. They did pay Nigel Jeremiah Trotter is the only one that yeah. runs. I, yeah. I can't remember. That was the last time you guys had a good linebacker. Well, Hicks was good. That he left to the Cardinals, but he got paid a lot and was hurt a lot, so I understood it. And Nigel Bradham was good, but yeah, no, they don't have any respect 
for the linebacker position. I I, I agree. I agree. They they're they're aging quickly. All I, I mean in in three key spots: O line, D line, and linebackers. They're done. You know, unless they fix that quickly, they're going to get lost in the sauce real quick. Yeah. Now, now, Stiz, I know you had a prop bet you like for this game. Do you want to let us know what that was? Yeah, yeah, I could definitely throw that out there. I'm, I'm going to rock with Nevada's boy and whoop him Fogum style. I'm going Travis Fogum today, over 64 and a half yards. Uh, since he started, he's had 10-plus targets, and he's going over 64 and a half yards in each one of them games. Dallas is uh, basically dead last versus wide receivers in the league. So I expect them to have another good game today. You know, should be another maybe 85-yard game, 90-yard game. So I'm going over. That's my prop bet of today. Last last week I had DJ Metcalf. I bombed on that. They, you know, they went lock it all day long, every day. You figure somebody would have covered them at some point during the game, you know. Yeah. Uh, they left Peterson on on um, Metcalf a lot. And Lockett was killing him. I think he had 200 yards, Diz. Yeah, yeah, he had over he had over 200 yards. Wow. He had over 200 yards. And Metcalf was open a few times. He just he just he just missed them, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so I, I bombed out on that when I met. I went with the trend. He was over 90 yards in three straight games. So I went with the I went with the trend. We'll see what he does tonight. I did I did pop back though on Thursday night, uh, not live, but in the podcast, and I did give you under on uh on, on Ty Girl yeah. on Thursday night. And I mean, boy, did he I mean, they sat him for most of the game. He was on the sidelines. They used Brian Hill a lot. I didn't expect that, but, you know, I well, had a few explosives, Diz. Well, because he blew the game the week before. That's why. Yeah, well, but he wasn't getting good blocks early on. I mean, he was getting hit right when he got the ball. And then he didn't look too happy on the sideline, but they ended up putting him back in at the end of the game, which, you know, I was a little surprised about. Why sit him all game and then put him in, in the fourth quarter? Right. Uh, but, yeah, Stiz, Stiz did call that. Uh, on Thursday night, because uh, I had brought it up, the uh, prop bet. And, right. um, you know, I, I thought maybe over, because the last game he had like 120 yards. And Well, plus that Carolina's run defense stinks, you know. Right. And, you know, I get it, you know. But I just had a feeling that, it, you know, it just wouldn't be wouldn't be a running game for Gurley. I just figured he would have a bad game, and he did, you know. Okay. He came on late, but I don't know how many he ended up with. Yeah. 50-some yards, 40-some yards, something like that. Right. Now, Stiz, you want to get into a little bit of uh, – I know you wanted to talk about El Bell a little bit uh, and put up an Angela set because that gets right into it, talking about the Jets. The Jets haven't made really any changes except for getting rid of – like they lost Mosley who opted out right. and Adams gets traded. But Stiz wanted to talk about a little bit about Le'Veon Bell today against the Jets. Well, I mean, big you know, big game today you know, versus old team. Uh, last week, he actually sprinkled in some yards. He had, he had six rushes for 39 yards. Wasn't much, but they got, you know, his feet a little wet. And, uh, you know, I expect it to be the same today. I, you would think against the Jets, what do we say there, 20-and-a-half point favorite Kansas City is today? Mm-hmm. I mean, that tells me it's going to be a blowout. Yep. And they should get up big. You know, uh, Clyde edwards Blair will run all over them. Uh, you know, I think Mahomes will throw all over them. And, you know, they get a 20-point lead, a 25-point lead. I think that's where you see Bell come in. And they, you know, and they kind of sit CEH and give uh, Bell a lot of the work. I mean, they want to get him on the goal line. They want him to score a touchdown. I was just going to say, no. Yeah, they want to get him some work. You know how it is. You go against your old teammate, you get hyped up for it. So, you know, he, he's probably a good player today in fantasy. You know, yes. it just depends on how quick they get up on him. You know what I mean? 
if, if they're teetering on a 10, 12 point lead through the half, you may not see them as much. They get up by 20 by halftime, I think you're going to see them a little bit more. It's like playing a JV team playing the Jets. You know what I mean? It's right. good for Bell to get in, get some touches, get familiar with that offense, the things you need to do with, you know, picking up blitzes and stuff and pass protection. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, he's definitely going to help too. You know what's this too? Imagine, I would like to see both of them in the backfield too. Imagine having those two guys in the backfield, just the way they both can catch the ball out of the backfield. That could be dangerous too. Oh, absolutely. And I think today you're going to see him catch the ball a lot. Last week he didn't get any targets. Uh, CEH had four, four receptions last week. And, you know, it's his first game, like you said. But, no, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Line them both up. Throw a couple screen passes to him and see what he can do. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. But, I, I you know, I and, you know, that's one of the largest spreads of the uh, of there. But I want to throw this out at you uh just to go back to the Eagles a little bit, a little some trend stuff. Don't 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 roll your eyes, Nick. Okay, look. Okay, don't roll your eyes. Cause look. Okay, Dallas is projected to score twenty points in this game. Okay, but they've scored a total of thirteen points in their last two games combined. Okay, so we should expect them. So how can we can expect them to score twenty points on the road with a rookie quarterback? Okay. Okay, and here, I just want to, wait, and I'm going to throw a Jim Schwartz stat at you. Can I finish? All right, the Eagles defense allows 17 points and 315 yards per game at home versus 26 points and 380 on the road. Okay. Oh, you're good with your projections. You know who the quarterback is for the Cowboys? I have no idea, nor do I care. Oh, there we go. But, you know, good old attacking boys. Yeah, now put up what Brian said, too. Jets with the points. I wouldn't take Jets with anything. Sorry, Brian. I, I just wouldn't. Yeah, the one before. But, yeah, no, I, I got some winners for you today, Brian. We'll get into that later. I got some things I like. You know, I got some things I like, definitely. Um, now, yeah, I wouldn't touch that Jet game with with with, that, with your money. Stiz, we wanted to talk about some injuries, too. You want to get into that? Well, you know, I mean, the big ones that we know about that has been lingering on, I mean, you know, you got Eckler. You know, huge injury, grade three hamstring hamstring injury. They're saying best case scenario is back in week eleven. I'm thinking, what do you what do you guys think? You know, week eleven, Eckler is set to come back. You know, another three weeks from now. What happens if they're three and eight going into that going into like see week eleven, week twelve? What do you do? Do you bring Eckler back? I mean, do you do you just shelf him? Uh, you know, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I, I look to the future. I mean, you got a young QB who looks good. You know, yeah. Derwin James is out on defense. You got him coming back. I think the future's bright in LA. It's just, um, yeah, I mean, I would because you know that running back position. You don't want, any, and I would think the same thing stays with McCaffrey. You don't want any unneeded touches on them, man. And you don't. Yeah. And look, the Panthers. Uh, you know, coach knows Matt Rule. Um, they look good under him. And, you know, I know they're under 500, but nobody expects them to be where they're at right now. Right. And look, you're looking towards the future. You know, I wouldn't bring McCaffrey in and let him get hurt. And we looked at their schedule, Stiz. Panthers got a tough schedule coming up against some good defenses. So yeah, I wouldn't bring McCaffrey in and, you know, let him let him get hurt, you know? Yeah, I think well, it's Mike, take your time. Mike doing great. Right. Mike Davis is doing great in this place. So, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't rush him back either. Sorry, Coach. And, no, and then obviously, too, we have, uh, you know, Patriots, Edelman's out. 
Now, Belichick said it's not for the year, but still, you know, that's like the one weapon Cam does have. I mean, who's their tight end? I don't even know, to be honest with you. Do you know their tight end is? No, with that stuff? I don't know. I am good at that stuff, and you know what? I, I tell you the truth, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of it because I haven't really followed the. I know they drafted two rookie, two tight ends in back to back picks. I think in the third and fourth round. Right, and I don't think they're playing much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're seeing it now with with you know we thought Brady kind of declined. I think it's more Patriots had no weapons, and I yeah. think that's one of the reasons Brady moved on too. So uh, yeah, I mean Edelman being out, I just. I don't know. Fantasy wise, there's. I don't think offensively, at least, you touch anything with the Patriots, right? No, no. Especially that backfield. Boy, is that backfield a mess? I mean, they're, they're leading rushers, Cam Newton. I mean, he, you know, he's taking the ball away from them running backs. You don't know who to start. They have about four different running backs back there. You talk about running back by committee, right? Man, that's, a, that's a true. That's a true set of running back by committee in New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously, uh, coaches' game tomorrow. God wins out. Um, I think, obviously, one of the reasons is they bring in A.B. Because Mike Evans has been hobbling with that ankle, right? I think it's an ankle. And he's really yeah. kind of struggled the last couple games. What do you think about A.B. in uh, Tampa Bay? Well, there's, you know, they're saying Godwin uh, fractured index finger. They're, they're, talking, they're talking about him possibly four to six weeks out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. But A.B. is not playing him? tomorrow night. A.B.'s Who? out tomorrow night. Oh, AB's not playing. No, he's not. Wow. Okay, I didn't know okay. that. You're gonna you're gonna see Scotty Miller, you know the Julian Edelman guy that I brought up. I think in like week three or week four we were talking about. You're gonna see a lot of him. I, I'll tell you what. I, I think you're gonna see a ton of Gronk tomorrow. Yep. This is gonna be a Gronkowski day, I think. You know, being sure them weapons. I mean, so okay, so AB's out tomorrow. Do we do we see him the following week? Yeah, Don't I you think? think? So. Yeah, I think I think, I think so. you will, but I don't I don't think he's he. Uh, they already said he's not playing. Uh, the last I, I heard, he's not playing. Yeah. So I'm sure next week you'll probably get a heavy dose of AB yeah. uh, in there. Yeah. And they got a big game coming up. Too. I don't know if it's next week or the following week, but they play the Saints in a huge divisional game. I think that is next week. Saints, and they got the Chiefs coming up in a couple weeks. So I think that might be. The weekend of Thanksgiving is the Chiefs-Bucks game in what I think is going to be the game of the year. So, um, But look, I mean, Bucks look tough, man. And they, they want to get those receivers healthy. And when they're clicking on all cylinders, man, I know you might not like them, but still, it, like them. A.B., Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk, those running backs look good. You know, the line's playing better. If they can stay penalty free, which I think Brady can keep them and keep them playing disciplined football, it's going to be a tough team, man. And that defense is really fast and can fly around. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. That defense is really good. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks with the with those two big games. And I think the Giants is just going to be a warm up for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coach, do you think there's any chance the Giants pull Daniel Jones? I don't know. I, I, I don't I I don't think so. And the only reason why I just think that it's I think he's taking enough heat already and I, I just think you just leave him out there and let him take 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 what he takes, get what he gets, you know. Right. So but honestly I just saw a stat someone put up and I and then uh that at this point he is the he has 
uh, he shares something with Demarcus Russell. Same amount of interceptions and fumbles. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's not something that's you want not, to share. That's not the, the yeah. company you want to be in, you know? Yeah. So. Now, Uncle, Uncle Bill said uh, Chargers possibly 3-1 and one in the next four. I tell you what, Uncle Bill, they're, they're going to need to go 3-1 and one to get back in the runnings. Yeah, and yeah. they can get back in it. And look, Chargers are a team, man. I think it's like they've had three or five. I think it's four games because they had 17-point or 16-point leads and blown them. Right. I yeah. mean, Chiefs, uh, Saints, and they lose the games. I mean, there, there's like four yeah. games in there. Chargers aren't a bad team. No, and, and I'm surprised there because they're – but they lost a couple defense. of defensive guys, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Derwin James, uh, Ingram, the good defensive end opposite Bosa, has been nicked up a little bit. Melvin Ingram out of, I believe, South Carolina. Um, yeah, they – but – Still, the defense has really let him down because the offense is firing all cylinders, man. Herbert's getting it done. You can, He's like three touchdowns and 300 yards just every game, man, it seems like. Yeah. I know Diz loves him. <laughs> That's, I got him on all three fantasy And, and, and when we talked preseason, we thought the offense was going to be the, you know, going to take them a little bit to get going, and that defense was going to carry them, and it's been the complete opposite. Yeah. And what Brian said, no, I don't think there has been. Yeah. There, it might have been like early on if a team before they started. I don't know if they were doing the Super Bowl at uh, neutral locations all the time. They have been. It's always been. Yeah, okay, always been. Okay. So there's I never been like, a team to host the Super Bowl. No, there's okay. never been. So. Yeah. Well, I think I thought like the Saints uh, would have. The Saints so. would have, but because of Katrina, it was moved. If you remember, the oh, Saints right. would have yeah, uh, right. would have yeah. hosted the Super Bowl. Wow. So, but yeah, other than that, 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 that's, uh, that's crazy. No, it really is, man. And, um, look, I, I can't believe you're so down on the Eagles if they get healthy though. I mean, I understand they look bad, but you, you don't attribute that to injuries at all coach. Oh, of course. But, but it, it is the injuries, but I, I just think that they're, they're, they're missing something too. That it's just not, it, there's something there that's not, it's not, and maybe, and I still think that that Carson Wentz is not the guy. I disagree with that completely. I, I mean, look, you haven't been able to see him play with his full component of players. The last time he did was the Super Bowl year. I mean, last year you get injured. All I mean, they've had a lot of issues with injuries, and you know, I don't know what that is. And that too, right there. That. Thank you, Kevin. That no, too, that, and that's look. I killed Doug for how long? Yeah. How says how many times you heard me screaming about running the ball? You know, and with a guy like Miles Sanders, you got to do it. Um, and it takes pressure off Wentz, but let's not lie to him. Look around. I mean, Wentz is getting killed out there. I mean, and I know everybody thinks I'm the excuse guy for Wentz, but I mean, I think if you really look at it, this was a guy when he was playing at the top of his game was playing at an MVP level. Before he got hurt, he was going to be MVP. Look, <laughs> look, Brian, I'm not jealous, okay? I'm not jealous, okay? I'm not jealous, all right? I'm not. You know, I, I just think that the Eagles are not playing. There's 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 that thing. There's something there. The chemistry, something's missing. And I think it's beyond the the uh, injury. So, but It's hard, Coach, when you can't. You know, get a team on the field. Well, and they really I have mean, look, I, I, I'm dealing it with the Giants. Look at it. I mean, you can't get an offensive line. I mean, to, to yeah. you know, and I can't believe they didn't move the Giant game because of one guy having COVID. I'm really upset about it. I'm just absolutely, it's, it's livid. It's a conspiracy against the Giants. 
I, yeah. I, you know, the NFL's against them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the problem with the Giants, too, is you have the fourth pick now, and you look at the kid from the Buccaneers, Werfs, who looks so good, and Andrew Thomas doesn't look good. Now it's early. Give it time. But still, it looks like another bad Gettleman pick. And, and the and, Giants are just loaded with them. And here's the thing. Uh, the uh, the fourth round, third round pick, Pert looked a lot better than he did at tackle. So I, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I just think that other kid. And how do you, how do you fit him in? You got to put him in. I, I think Andrew Thomas should sit, sit down. Now there's a guy I think sits down. Well, well, your first round pick. That's not, that's not good. That's right. for sure. Yeah. Now, if you don't care, I'd like to real quick get a little AFC East. I know it's not what. But I, I really you mean think the AFC least. <laughs> All right, settle down there, Captain. No, but <laughs> I really think legitimately, and I know I said last week, but I think the Dolphins really got a shot at this division. So if you look at the Dolphins, if they can get a win today, you know, they're playing the Rams at home, but I think it's a very winnable game. Dolphins' defense is pretty good. I really like their defense. If Tua can get that offense a little jolt and get them going, Dolphins could be a good team. I mean, they go the Rams today at home, but then at Arizona, Chargers at home, at Broncos, at Jets, Bengals at home. That's a pretty good stretch where they, I think they can get some wins. Then they play at home against the Chiefs, at home against the Patriots, at Raiders, at Bills. But if they can position themselves where you're going into Week 17, I know it's at Buffalo, but still. You know, where that's a play to win the division type game, they got a shot. I mean, Bills got a tough schedule. They got, you know, New England today in a must-win game for New England. They got the Seahawks. Then they're at the Cardinals, Chargers at home, at the Niners, Steelers at home, at the Broncos, at the Pats, and then the Dolphins game to end the season. I mean, I really think the Dolphins, especially if Tua can play well, have a shot at this AFC, AFC East title. The Bills' offense has definitely taken a step back, and the defense really looks to be um, – the defense really looks good. I mean oh, – no, excuse me, the Bills' defense is, is struggling, I mean. Yeah. I was thinking about the Dolphins, but the Bills' defense is struggling. They really are. And it's surprising because I thought that was going to be the one thing they could count on going into the year. And the offense is, uh, is, like I said, taking a step back. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, they've only had one good uh, one good game so far this year, and that was against the Jets last week. Buffalo's yeah. defense. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Right, they were giving up a ton of points. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, but the Jets. Right? But wait a second. Buffalo's only two losses. Only two losses. All right. Hold on. Let me bring up my stat again. Let me bring up my stat. Let me get to it. All right. It's not his stat. It's somebody else's stat. That's what I love. <laughs> The guy can't even be original thoughts. It's got to be somebody else. You're absolutely right, man. I get, I get. You know, we get fans all over. They send me stuff, and so I want to use it. When you know, they they send me stuff. You know. Yeah. Fuck you, Sally. Now, you have a coach. You want to? Yeah, I want to bring it up, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, Buffalo law. Their two losses, Tennessee and Kansas City, are combined eleven and two. Yeah, no. Right, but their other wins though weren't against good teams, so you could go both ways with that. I mean, yeah, they did. I mean, they beat the Raiders, so I mean, yeah, they did, yeah that's probably their, their best win. Right, the other ones were all you, you know teams that weren't that great. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm trying to, I'm drawing a blank on. But yeah, they beat the Dolphins. That's a good win, Tim. Dolphins are a good team. 
But uh, Stiz, you want to get into your store and set up your waiver pickup if there's any? And, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's why I'm here, right? On Sunday. Right, <laughs> hey, listen. Last week, I gave you the hot take: Lincoln Financial Field Turf, huh? <laughs> and guess what? They went across the fantasy leagues from two percent ownership all the way up to ninety-six percent ownership. They're going to use them this Sunday night. So good, good heads up by the by the wise guys. So this week I'm going Chase Edmonds, Arizona running back. They're on by this week, so when you if you if you can get them, you're going to want to stash them again for next week. Uh, I slept on him, unfortunately, man. I, I've been talking about him. I've been looking at him for the last couple of weeks. I, I drug my feet, and I'm kind of PO'd at myself because I wasn't able to get him in any of my leagues because I waited too long. Hey, Stiz, can I, I, can I, Stiz, Stiz, hold on. Can I give you a piece of advice? What? You know, maybe you should do your fantasy stuff before you come on the show and talk about it and give everybody the opportunity to get in and get their, their, you know, you're giving an advantage to the guys in your 17 different leagues you're in. I, I, I know. I know. And I'm, I'm sure a few of them are watching right now, too. <laughs> that, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, maybe I'll give them some false, some false advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, uh, he's out three to six weeks, it looks like, with a high ankle, another high ankle sprain. See, he's prevalent across the league anymore. It's unbelievable. Chase Edmonds has actually been outdoing him. He's been outplaying him the last few weeks. And like I said, I, I slept on him, unfortunately. Week nine, when they come back off a of bye, they go against Miami. Seventh worst against uh, running backs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to get him in your lineup. Uh, next guy I'm looking at, Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, San Fran. Yeah. Debo Samuel's out week eight. The running back, you know, Nick, we'll talk about them in a little bit. The, the running back situation in San Fran is is just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk had uh, his first, first career 100-yard receiving game against New England last week. I'm looking for him to have another huge game. Going against Seattle, we all know Seattle, Seattle gives up the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. Yeah, most yards too per game as a defense. Yes, correct. That is that is absolutely correct. Third waiver wire, real quick, and I never give out defenses, but I'm going to give out this one. We talked about it a little earlier. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, fifth overall defense in the league, allowed yeah. fewest rush yards in the NFL per game, and you know we see the Giants' backfield is is is, is all banged up. So I mean, they're going to come after Daniel Jones. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones. Yeah. What do we look for? You know, we look for fumbling issues. We look for interceptions. And he's going to try and force. He's going to try and force the football. Yeah. Crazy stat I found: Tampa Bay's defense only allowed one running back to rush for over twenty-nine yards so far this year. That's that, that's absolutely nuts. Twenty-nine yards. That's crazy. You know. Yeah. So get them guys on your on your waiver wire if you can. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick start of the week. I'm going Jonathan Taylor, man. I, I have him in a couple of my leagues. He's been mediocre at best most of the year. He's been averaging you know about 15 fantasy points per game. I'm looking for a breakout game today. He's fresh coming off a bye. Lions have given up nine rushing touchdowns in the last five games. 
So I'm, I'm hoping Jonathan Taylor can, you know, can bang him out today. Fifth worst against the run, Detroit Lions. And Frank Wright, from what I've seen, he, he's been he's been working on some some running back schemes, some different, you know, maybe out routes and different screen passes and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Jonathan Taylor, you know, puts in a good game today. Reich will stick, stick with the running game, too. That was the one thing yeah. I think the Eagles missed was him and Doug Zier saying run the ball. And, and we see how the you know the receivers aren't really doing much. I mean, you know, how many times have we talked about Phillip Rivers? How many times have we talked about T.Y. Hill? You know, they're not getting much, you know, not getting much out of them. Right. And that's the thing that worries me about the Colts is that they may, you know, package, you know, put eight in a box and just say, all right, let Philip Rivers, Rivers beat me. You know, I mean, we'll they see. May. But I think Matt Patricia, as coach knows and you know, says, Belichick was always like, he's going to take what you do best away and make you go to your secondary option. That's what Belichick always does. So I would right. think. Patricia is really going to focus on trying this because if the Colts can run the ball, they're going to lose. Look, you know, lines are done. If the Colts have success running, they're going to lose. And they got Griffin. He's he's playing. I'm assuming, right? They got Griffin from the Cowboys in the trade, didn't didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's playing. He should be. Um, should, yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 should help too. But you, you know, and look, you're going against Philip Rivers. You're licking your chops because he's like a statue back there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like we like we said in quicksand. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. So, so spin of the week. You know, I'm going, I'm going back to the well. I, I gave you Drew Brees last week. He had a pretty decent game last week without them receivers starting. I'm going back to the well again, and I'm telling you to sit Drew Brees. Chicago's defense fewest points allowed to quarterbacks, 13 per game, which is which is a pretty damn stifling defense. No Thomas again. No Emmanuel Sanders again. Marcus Callaway last week came in to replace Sanders. He had eight catches for 75 yards. He's got an ankle injury. He's out too. So now once again, we're looking, Traquan Smith is your number one wide receiver today. Jared Cook, tight end, and, you know, a heavy dose of the running game, I would think. I just, against that, against that defense, I, I would sit Drew Brees because I don't think he has enough weapons. We're going to yeah. see when Michael Thomas is going to come back. I, I really don't know. They keep on pushing it back, pushing it back. Yeah. There's another injury, too. It's just like, you know, you keep on thinking every week he's going to come back. Then he gets suspended for punching the kid during practice. Then I heard they're shopping him. Uh, I, I, I think that's a little bit, Coach, to try to get him to get back in gear and yeah. follow the program a little All bit. Right. You know, because it's, like I said, they're in a bad cap situation, worse than the Eagles. That would be, they gave him a huge deal. That would be a huge cap hit if they trade him. And if it is, I think it's, you know, saying we're moving on. And, you know, meaning too, like from Breeze, because you trade him, I don't think you can even have a shot. I don't think they have a shot at the Super Bowl anyway. But with without Michael Thomas, they definitely don't. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been, you're right, Stiz. It's been like I said, he he gets suspended, and then would he tweak his hamstrings, Stiz? Isn't that what happened? High ankle sprain. He's got he's got a high ankle sprain, just like the rest of the players. But, didn't he tw- but I thought he tweaked his hamstring, and that's why he didn't play again or something. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, a couple weeks later he did. So that why that's why he wasn't back. Yeah, and then now Kevin asked Tevin Coleman, is he playing this week for the Niners? He's coming off IR. He's questionable going in, and you know okay. we we're going to talk maybe a couple minutes about that. You know about that yeah. Seattle and uh, San yeah. Fran backfield. Who what's that's a mess. Yeah, I know mean, it's you know, Carson's out because I had said this is about picking up. I watched the game last Sunday. Carlos Hyde looked good. I didn't know he got hurt. 
Yeah, so you said Carlos Hyde's out for the Seahawks, right? Carlos Hyde is possibly out. That Travis Homer was their was their third running back. He's he's possibly out as well. So you know now you're going now you're going with uh, the rookie DJ Dallas possibly against the rookie for uh, San Fran, Michael Hasty. Rookie versus rookie. I don't know. They're going to be game time decisions. There's going to be a couple guys out. We just don't know. It's you know you're going to really stuff. Yeah. You know, with a game like that, is that a four o'clock game today? I believe it is four o'clock game. So you got one o'clock. You got to make a decision. You know, and it's a game time. They aren't going to announce it till three thirty. You know what I mean? And that's it's tough. I mean, and look, a team like Seattle. Seattle's going to run the ball still. I mean, you know, Pete Carroll likes to run the ball, so. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you would start Dallas. Would you play Dallas, or would you stay away? No, no, okay. no I would stay away. Okay. Steve, what's up, buddy? How you doing, my man? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then the 49ers, too. A ton of injuries in the backfield. Mostert's out. You just said Coleman, unsure. Uh, the right. kid who looked good last week, was it Jeff Wilson was his name? Jeff Wilson, three yeah, times. Three. Yeah. He's, and he's on IR now. Oh. Yeah. Broken, I don't know, broken ankle maybe? Something like that. But, yeah, he had, he had a monster game last week. That's, you know, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It is. So, any more stardom, sit-ems, anything? No, that's all I got right now. Okay. Uh, you know what? I will I will give another another start, which is, you know, kind of obvious, too, and you may be able to sneak in last minute is, you know, of course, the Eagles' defense. You know? They're, they're, I thought they're, he was going to say start Patrick Mahomes versus the Jets. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get I'm going to start Patrick Mahomes today, guys. You know, if you have him, get him in your lineup. He might be on your bench. (laughs) Eagles, the Ferg's defense, man, are going to come after the Italian stallion today. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're they're going to come after him. They should stack the box. A lot of sacks, too. You know, Zeke's been fumbling, so opportunities, maybe some turnovers. Yeah, I thought he might say, you know, sit Stevie Wonder as the kicker for the the Cowboys today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you ready for my uh, picks there, no, Coach? No, I'm not ready yet. Hold on a minute. Okay, so I'm hey, ready, buddy. it's Nevada Nick. I should have broke your thumb. And if you don't want Gazo <laughs> breaking your thumbs, then listen to Nick's picks exclusively in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Now we're All ready. Right. So I'm going to start it off with my first pick, and this is the one I like the most, honestly. I told, you know, and Stizzle, Stizzle will say, man, so last week was the first week I, I liked some games. You know, me and Stiz usually talk to each other on Monday and say, you know, look at the lines. What do you like? You know, we'll, before Monday, too, we'll say what do we think the lines are going to be. We did the Chiefs game, and I remember I said, like, I thought it was going to be higher. Stiz had thought, like, 17, I think, or 16 and a half, Stiz. Yeah, and, yeah. It would open like that and then move up gradually. Right, he did say it would move up, obviously. And, 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 that on. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, this week I saw some things, and I like some things. You know, it's been tough this year. It really has with the – you know, not knowing who the, the home field advantage and everything. So it's really been tough to kind of try to handicap these games and all. But I, I finally feel like I, like I said, last week I went five and two. I hit the Falcons on Thursday. So, you know, starting to, I think, feel good and like what I see. Um, first game I'm going to go with is the Dolphins. Dolphins plus four at home against the Rams. Rams, short week, okay? So you got a short week, played on Monday night. They are playing on the west co- uh, east coast. So they're going west coast to east coast for a 1 o'clock game. That's 10 o'clock in L.A. So they're playing, you know, you got a short week going west coast to east coast. Miami coming off a bye. 
Tua playing his first game. I just think this is a really good spot for the Dolphins. You know, they're 3-3. Three and three. You want to get to 4-3, and three, get over 500, and put some pressure on the Bills. Let them know we're coming. You know, and look, it's, it's very possible. I said it earlier in the show. So I love the Dolphins. Plus four today, I think they're going to win this game outright. I really do. I like the Dolphins today. I think this is more of a, you know, the Rams, they've beaten the Bears and the four NFC East teams. So I think the Rams are a better team than they were last year, but I'm also not sold that they're a five and two team. Um, they did beat the Bears, but Bears played sloppy. Foles missed a couple obvious touchdown passes. I mean, like two or three of them where he had guys just going straight down the field for a touchdown and missed them. Um so, I mean, look, you know, Bears are a good, decent team, but still, that's really the Rams' only impressive win in my eyes. So I'm going to go Dolphins plus four today. Then I'm going to go over to Cleveland. I like the Raiders plus two and a half against the Browns. Um, this is a must win really? in my eyes the Raiders. Yeah, I think this is a must win for the Raiders. I really do. If they lose this game, one, let's not forget, Browns are one of the teams they're going to be, you know, because I don't think, the AFC West is possible for the Raiders this year. I think that's going to be the Chiefs. But, you know, the Browns are going to be one of the teams the Raiders are fighting with for a wild card spot. Right. So, you know, obviously there's three of them this year. Seven teams are going to – one more extra team is going to make the playoffs. So you want to win this game. You know, because they lose this game. Now you're three and four, okay? And they got the Chiefs coming up in like two weeks as well. So you're three and four, and then obviously the Browns would be – would be six and two, or are they five and – are they five and two? But, you know, the Browns, we obviously have a nice little jump over them and get the tiebreaker. So this is a big game for the Raiders. I think you're going to see that offense come out, you know, fire on all cylinders. And, look, Baker Mayfield, he did look good last week, but everybody looks good when they're playing the Bengals defense. (laughs) So I think, you know, he comes back down to earth a little bit today. Big game for the Raiders. Raiders plus two and a half. Then I'm going to go out to probably the game of the week. Um, this should be the Sunday night game, not the Eagles Cowboys. I hate to say right. that, but they should have flexed it out. This is a great rivalry, always great games being played. Now, let me say, I don't think the Ravens are the better team. I don't. I think the Steelers are. This is a bad spot, a bad spot for the Steelers. You know, Steelers are six and zero. They're due for a loss. Ravens coming off a bye. They are thirty six and thirteen in November. Okay. They're 10-2 and two under hardball coming off the bye. So I just think this is a really good spot for the Ravens. And this is a big game for the Ravens, okay? Ravens might be 5-1, and one, but let's not forget, okay, you lose this game, you're 5-2, and two, Steelers are 7-0, and oh, and you're three games behind them because they have the tiebreaker now. Right. With, with eight to play or nine to play, that's not good. This is a very big game for the Ravens. I think the Ravens come out. I think they just – I think you're going to see them – Ravens like to jump on you early, get ahead. I think you're going to see them do that. I just think today's one of those games. Like I said, I think in the long run, these teams play again on Thanksgiving night at Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh will win that game. But I like the Ravens minus four today. I think Pittsburgh comes back on Thanksgiving night and gets revenge. I think Pittsburgh's the better team. I think they will win the division. But I think today it's a bad spot for the Steelers to take the Ravens minus four. I like it. Okay. And then my next game, I'm going to go to Detroit against uh, Indy. I like the Lions plus three. Uh, Lions are three and three, playing a little better. They've lost some tough games this year. Um, I just, you know, I think the Colts are kind of a lot like last year, where they started really good early and then struggled. Brissett struggled. You know, I just, I love, I like the team. I like the coach. I don't like the quarterback. And I've said that all year. 
I'm just I, I just don't like Rivers. I think Patricia's going to really try to take away the run and try to stop the run and make them throw the ball. And that's really been in Rivers, man. If he feels pressure, he'll throw it up there sometimes too. He's had some bad turnovers, some bad pick sixes. So I'm going to go with the Lions um, plus three today at the uh, at the Lions. And then in my last game, I'm good. Look, man, they're going to let Russ cook. I like the Seahawks coming off, but I think should have been a win anyway. There were some questionable calls down the stretch. I bet the game, but even forget about the money. It, you know, there were some questionable calls as, as you know, just watching the game and analyzing it. There were some bad calls that didn't go the Seahawks way. They probably win that game. I think the Seahawks minus three playing the Niners come out. Um, Niners have bounced back a little bit here since that bad loss to Miami, but I think Russell Wilson with that defense and not being able to get pressure on Wilson, he's going to eat them up. And then, yeah, I know the Seahawks defense struggles, but I'm not in love with Jimmy G. No. So I think they're going to be able to contain him a little bit more than that Niners D is going to be able to contain Russell Wilson. Okay. So that's why I like the Seahawks minus three today. And those are my picks. All right. Good Mike. deal. Good deal. Yeah, Angela agrees with you. Make or break. Yeah, no, it, it's the truth, Angela. I mean, yeah. it, it is an absolute – 100% must win. You don't want to be three and four and thinking about, you know, playing the Chiefs. I think it's in two weeks. I mean, you know, it's it, – and, and look, the Raiders got, a, a, you know, some winnable games coming up here. But, you know, it's it's definitely a must win for the Raiders today. Yeah, I They got to get Jacobs going, man. Jacobs has been – I agree. And that's the tone for that team, Stiz. Yeah, I just, I just don't get it, man. I, I thought he would be – having a way better season than he is as of now. Now, you know, we'll see. You know, we talked about him trying to get the ball in, the, in you know, in, in open area, you know, receptions-wise. And, uh, you know, he's, he's just been mediocre so far. Right. So, you know, I love yeah. him. I, I have him on a couple of my fantasy squads. And, you know, I, I was – I I look for big uh, big outputs from him. But we'll, well see. It makes Carr better, too, when they run the ball. Now well, – yeah. Trent Brown, I think, you know, he's a big – look, Trent Brown's a big boy, loves to run the ball. I think him being in and out of the lineup is kind of effective because they got a good line too. Um, but that's that's their identity. They, you know, Gruden's always been a – you know, Gruden grinders. You know, Gruden's always loved to run the ball, and that sets the tone for his offense. It really does. And, yeah, I mean, look, Carr's had a good season, but he has costly turnovers, Derek Carr that I think can cost him sometimes. He's got to stop fumbling that football, yeah. you know, hold on to the ball. And, yeah, like I said, but I think you're going to see a lot of Jacobs today. you got to get him going. I know he's a little nicked up early too, Stiz. Yeah. But you got to get him going, get Ruggs over the top, get Waller going. Because that Raiders offense, there's not a many – there's no excuses, man. You know, Gruden put the team on the field. There's weapons all over the field. you got Ruggs, Waller, Jacobs, a good line. Derek Carr has been provided with the tools tools to be successful. I, th I think Ruggs has a big game today, too. I mean, Waller, we know, I mean, it's Mr. Consistent. I mean, he's going to get you, you know, six for 60, you know, pretty much every game, you know, without, you know, without blinking his eye, really. But I think I think Ruggs has a big game today, too, and I agree with you. I think they use Jacobs on the ground a lot today against that yeah. Cleveland defense. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out this morning. Enjoy your Sunday fun day with your teams. Hopefully you make some shekels with Nevada Nick and Stiz taking advantage of them. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back, everyone, tomorrow. We'll talk Giants, uh, you know, Buccaneers, and uh, 
recap all these other games that went and on. Tonight, Coach, what? Eagles 20, and tonight, Eagles 24-17. That's my score. Well, okay. Wow. Close right. one. Yeah, I, I just think, look, Dallas is 0-7 against the, the spread. So that just tells me, I mean, look, Vegas is going to, you know, when you got a team like that that's been hasn't won a game yet, you're going to inflate the line. And I think this line is inflated. Um, it is. Now, the Eagles cow, kill them, no doubt. I mean, that defense is horrendous. you got a third-string QB playing. But, man, you would hope, Coach, that this is going to be Dallas's, if anything else, their best effort. Because, man, they're getting killed. I mean, the they are. They're pathetic. I mean, everybody's killing the team. They're embarrassing. you think you'd at least get a good effort tonight. But we'll see. I'm, I'm going to give you 31-17, Ertz. Okay. I, I think it's going to be a blowout. You guys out. both think Dallas can score 17 points. I okay. mean, you know, we'll see. Maybe they trip the end zone. Who knows? I think you're going to see a lot of Zeke, too. you got to try right. to help this kid tonight. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What else yeah. do they have? All right. 13-10, Dallas. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just the stick, whatever. Whatever, who cares? And then guess what? Eagles by, we beat the Giants, baby. Okay, coach, so coach, you will. Coach smoking them funny cigars again. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right, everyone. Thanks for checking us out. Make sure if you haven't already done it, go over to YouTube. Subscribe. Ring the bell. Uh, like our page. Uh, and if you want to listen to us in the podcast, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, just go over, download it, listen to us. Coach Muddle, type it in any one of your platforms, uh, and hit, and you can reach out to me, Instagram, Twitter, uh, it's Coach Muddle. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good, have a fun Sunday.